Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's a Tuesday edition of the Fan Early Morning Show. I'm Austin Bechtold, pleased to be joined alongside with you here today as we continue to get our football fix. Continue to just get excited, get ready for this season that has already provided some good moments of, I wouldn't say clarity, but positivity for what this Steelers offense could look like. And truly, if you look at just this team in general, offense, defense, special teams, you can have probably a little bit more questions on special teams, but offense, defense, man, it looks good. There is a lot to be excited about. And I'm not just saying that because you go out and you defeat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in game one of the preseason. Congratulations on all your success. But we did see what we wanted to see from the Steelers offense. Kenny Pickett won incompletion because he was scrambling away to try to avoid a sack. 70 yards passing through the air and that was honestly kind of surprising from Friday's preseason game in Tampa Bay. How Kenny Pickett was just given free reign to take the training rules off and do whatever. You could clearly tell there was an emphasis on we're going to let Kenny Pickett spin it. We're going to let him do what Ever he wants to do at this point, right to within reason, obviously. And the Steelers want to get the ground game going, and we saw a little bit of Najee Harris, just a couple carries. More so, a lot more of Jalen Warren, which you would expect in a preseason game after Najee Harris was injured last preseason and basically limped into the regular season and was ineffective for half the year before he finally got healthy and then looked like, arguably... A top 10 running back down the stretch when the Steelers needed him the most after a 2-6 and six start. Najee was good. And he was helping to power this team to the finish that the Steelers ended up with. Still over 500, and I know that that's something that is daunting to a lot of people. The Steelers having to finish over 500, Mike Tomlin's win-loss record and all the sorts. When you look at the Steelers in general... And I'm not so much focusing on the offensive line, but let's do that just for a second. Dan Moore, Isaac Samalo, Mason Cole, James Daniels, Jukes of Korafor. Okay, I like the interior of that line. Mason Cole is starting to really grow on me even more. Stability in the inside with James Daniels as well, who was very efficient and really, when you don't get penalized, it's a great thing, especially from a right guard, and the Steelers have a tendency to run that side a lot. Sayomalo on the left side will be able to sure up some help for Dan Moore, but also for Broderick Jones, who in the first preseason game played a ton, but just looked okay. 
I wasn't blown away by Broderick Jones. I was not very pleased to see in the fourth quarter with Tanner Morgan in there who fumbled the football, it got overturned, the Steelers got the ball back, and then immediately threw an interception. Not a great outcome for the camp arm for the Steelers, fourth quarterback Tanner Morgan from Minnesota. But Broderick Jones ended up getting beat clearly right off the line. Tanner Morgan had no shot and got smashed by the defender for Tampa Bay after Jones really just got absolutely destroyed. But other than that, he looked pretty solid. There wasn't any moment in time where I said, wow, Broderick Jones is really showing that he belongs over Dan Moore. It was also his first time experiencing pro football. But it's also a little bit alarming to see that happening when he is the 14th overall pick. The Steelers traded up to go get him. And at this point in time, Dan Moore looks like the better player, but that's why we still have two more preseason games to go and a lot of time until the regular season in September. Chooks a core for it, right tackle. Could you see the Steelers move Dan Moore over there? I don't think so at this point in time. It's likely going to be Chooks until the Steelers feel like he just doesn't give it, give them the chance on the right side to be able to hold up. And I think that they still believe that he can. So, skill position, guys. This team's loaded. They're deep. I don't remember the Steelers having this much depth on offense and on defense that they have this year. Now, is the quality of player, is it top-heavy? No. This is not Le'Veon Bell with D'Angelo Williams and at wide receiver Antonio Brown with Martavis Bryant and Eli Rogers, who was a little bit of an underrated slot guy. And fill in the blank on whoever else was in there helping out on the offensive side of the ball. It was mostly just A.B. and then who's going to emerge as the second guy? Well, it's Deontay Johnson, but you might even say that George Pickens is a better wide receiver. I think George Pickens is a better wide receiver than Deontay Johnson already at this point. Deontay Johnson is getting paid as the number one, but George Pickens should be looked at as the number one guy. Depending on who you talk to, Johnson might have more receptions, but George Pickens is going to be the big play guy. But then you got Calvin Austin. And I tell you what, this we're led to believe that Matt Canada's offense is based on a little bit of running the football, gadget plays, trying to get some guys out in space, and speed, speed, speed. Calvin Austin is the epitome of of what the Mac Canada offense can look like. Now, does anybody truly know what the Mac Canada offense in the NFL looks like? No? Yes? I don't think so. If Mac Canada didn't have one very successful season at Pitt, would he be the Steelers' offensive coordinator? Probably not, but that's not here nor there. He has the potential to use so many of these guys in so many different ways, including two tight end formations, because... The Steelers have three really good tight ends. Pat Fryermuth, Darnell Washington, who is more so of a blocker, but when you're 6'7 and absolutely dominant in terms of being able to use your size as a run blocker, plus Zach Gentry, who, when I was standing on the sideline of the Steelers training camp, is a little bit taller than Darnell Washington. And then you have Connor Hayward who's being utilized as the fullback right now, H-back, 
tight end, special teams. The Steelers are going to keep four tight ends with the distinction of Connor Hayward being a tight end and a fullback. And then at running back, Najee Harris, Jalen Warren, where you feel confident enough that Jalen Warren could be your number one. Jalen Warren continues to grow on me. His toughness, his fight, his ability to catch the ball out of the backfield. He just hits the hole and goes. He's a tough runner. He's not a big guy. He's undersized for the running back position, but you can't tell. He just mauls over people when he has the opportunity to be able to do so. And I like some of the other options that the Steelers have. Calvin Austin can be so dynamic for this offense. He can be, he can provide something that this offense really has not seen in years. Someone with 4-4 speed who can beat you over the top. We saw it, 67-yard passing touchdown, Mason Rudolph to Calvin Austin, where he just beat his defender cleanly. Calvin Austin just practically ran past the defender when Mason Rudolph threw the ball up for him. He wasn't even past the defensive back. But Calvin Austin just ran under the football. Mason Rudolph, he just once a training camp, once a preseason, sometimes once a preseason game, has the tendency to just be able to drop one in the bucket and look like the first-round grade that the Steelers had on him. That was the play to Calvin Austin. And then there's Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett has so much to work with this year. He has a ton to be able to bank on in his second year compared to year one. With George Pickens in his second season, Calvin Austin healthy, a second full year of Jalen Warren after nobody knew what he would be last year. Hell, did anybody even think he'd make the roster? The way that he performed in training camp, yes, he would. But the way that he has emerged as an undrafted free agent to play at times better than Najee Harris, your first-round pick from Alabama, someone who was explosive and was a can't-miss type of guy right out of college, it was either him or Creed Humphrey. And depending on who you ask, a lot of people at the station wanted the Steelers to take Creed Humphrey. A lot rejoiced over Najee Harris. Now it's mixed results, mixed feelings. Creed Humphrey probably would have been the better selection at this point, even though I'm still somebody who is an advocate for Najee Harris, who I think can be a 1,000-yard back and also 500-yard pass catcher as well. I have that much faith that Najee Harris is able to go. I think Najee Harris can have 1,500 scrimmage yards this year. It helps playing 17 games instead of 16 games, which at this point is the new model standard, and girly comparisons probably aren't too far in between from what they were from when it was Ben Roethlisberger's era and Antonio Brown and especially when Le'Veon Bell was playing and how many yards would he receive over the air compared to the ground. But Dan Orlovsky, ESPN analyst, was complimentary of Kenny Pickett, but, you know, what's so important during the offseason and as we begin the regular season? It's lists and it's grades. And Dan Orlovsky said Kenny Pickett had a great game, but he didn't give him an A. How about Kenny Pickett in Pittsburgh? What grade does he get? Yeah, I'm going to give Kenny Pickett a B plus. The, the West Coast offense that they're running really suits him well. Thought he threw really well on the run also. And Greeny, let me say this. The connection between him and George Pickens, woo, buddy. I mean, it mm-hmm. looks a lot like what Andy Dalton and A.J. Green used to be with the Bengals. And it's very interesting because if they get going in that way, 
The Steelers' offense and team changes a lot. B-plus, very impressed by Kenny Pickett again. First of all, I don't want to hear anybody convince me that a combination of, well, I don't want to hear anybody compare Kenny Pickett to Andy Dalton. What did Andy Dalton accomplish with the Cincinnati Bengals that Joe Burrow hasn't already accomplished? Joe Burrow has accomplished more with the Bengals on his rookie contract than Andy Dalton did at any of any point in time with the Cincinnati Bengals at all. But that's not at all what Orlowski is getting at. What he's trying to say is that the connection between Pickett and Pickens can be what Dalton and A.J. Green was. And we know how good A.J. Green was. Spent some time with Arizona before ultimately hanging it up. But when he was with Cincinnati, pro bowler, all pro type of player, dominant force for the Bengals. But why didn't Dan Orlovsky just say something like, it could be Joe Burrow to Jamar Chase? Or Josh Allen to Stephon Diggs? Or Tua to Pick Your Poison, Tyreek Hill, or Jalen Waddell? Now, I don't want to overanalyze this too much. I don't think Dan Orlovsky was making this so much of a comparison to Kenny Pickett against Patrick Mahomes or Allen or Burrow or I don't want to throw Tua into that mix, but Justin Herbert with Mike Williams and Keenan Allen, as it was more so just chronicling the division, the AFC North, and the last big-time duo that we've seen that lasted for a long period of time. Will that be the case with Cincinnati? Joe Burrow needs to be paid. Jabbar Chase will need to be paid. Will Cincinnati pay T. Higgins? Cincinnati hasn't paid a lot of people regardless. And if you're going to want to keep everybody together, Joe Mixon, Tyler Boyd, who's gotten paid, when Joe Burrow will need his money, when Jamar Chase will need his money, and T. Higgins coming up, a B-plus for Kenny Pickett? What did, what did he do wrong to deserve a B-plus? Now, at the same time, everybody grades on a different scale. An A-plus for some people is different than what it means for others. In my mind, Kenny Pickett had an A performance. 70 yards passing, no mistakes. The one incompletion was avoiding a sack to the point where Chooks of Horacore got mauled off the line. He hit George Pickens on a perfect ball right out of his break with the pressure collapsing in on him to be able to help set up Pickens to make one move and get into the end zone. He was firing outside with ease on third and long. Pickett escaped out to the right, far side of the field, connected with Deontay Johnson on a perfectly thrown ball. It could have been a little bit more to the sideline, but that's just being completely and utterly nitpicky that that's the first and that's one of the first things that came to my mind when I saw that pass from Pickett to Deontay Johnson is yeah, that was a pretty good thrown ball. It could have been a little bit more to the sideline, but with Kenny Pickett on the run, he was throwing near side of the field, but still it was a perfectly placed ball where maybe it could have moved over another inch or two to the sideline to make sure that no defensive back jumped the route, but it was right where Deontay Johnson liked it, where he could catch, still make a move if he needed to to be able to get the first down, but still had plenty of room 
maybe about a yard, yard and a half past the sticks. So for me, Kenny Pickett gets an A. For Dan Orlovsky, he gets a B plus. But Orlovsky is probably grading on a higher scale where Patrick Mahomes is the model standard of an A plus and everybody else kind of follows in line. I don't know. Maybe we shouldn't look too much into what the grades were because Orlovsky was saying, very impressed with what Kenny Pickett did. And I think everybody should. Now, it was only one drive against backups. I get that. And people should take that with a grain of salt that it was just one drive. But still, we'd be complaining if the Steelers' offense went out there, oh, three and out, Matt Canada's offense, oh, they look rusty. Oh, Kenny Pickett went one for three. He could have been C.J. Stroud out there who went two for four, an interception and a sack, who looked horrendous. Bryce Young is the better quarterback in that class compared to C.J. Stroud, but that's not here nor there. Kenny Pickett, who was the first quarterback taken in his draft class in 2022, is by far the best quarterback in his class. Is Malik Willis looks like, I mean, I don't even know what to think of Malik Willis. I didn't like him out of college, but with Tennessee, it's just a mess to the point where they drafted Will Levis, who continued to fall in the draft. The The draft room, the, the, the quarterback room in Tennessee is a disaster. But the quarterback room in Pittsburgh has Kenny Pickett who continues to get better and continues to start to show more and more that you like. He looks confident. He looks poised in the pocket. He just looks excited to be out there. Mike Tomlin talked a lot after the game. We'll hear a little bit more of what he had to say coming up, including what a former Steelers linebacker had to say about the team's overall performance, but also what he thinks this team can be in the 2023 season as national love continues to build. Local love is somewhat there. And the Steelers, it's football season. It's time. Steelers continue to get this love. And I cannot wait until the preseason game against the Buffalo Bills at Akersher Stadium this coming weekend. The Wake Up Show is presented by 84 Lumber. Put your positive attitude to work at 84 Lumber. Apply at 84lumber.com. Coming up, Mike Tomlin's comments. And much more. What did this one Steeler linebacker have to say about the team and Kenny Pickett? That's up next. Fanroy Morning Show. I'm Austin Bexold, 937 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. 
So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 